This episode of the Tales Behind the Talent is sponsored by Avine Language Services. If you need proofreading of English texts, translations between Swedish, English and Finnish, or private teaching in Swedish and English, please do not hesitate to contact avineservices at gmail.com. to part two with Jussi Sauola. In this part we discuss how he ended up playing keyboards for the troll metal band Verikalapa. And we also discuss the band's future plans. So, check it out. So, how about uh, Verikalapa? How did you get involved in that? I actually got involved in Verikalapa. It was, uh, the guys were making their first actual demo Taistelutahto. It was a single song, and uh, the guys didn't have a keyboardist, and they wanted to have keyboards in the band. And uh, I think it was uh, Sami Knutinen and Jussi Heikla who asked me to play the keyboards for that one song. Okay. So uh, I said, sure, why not? I learned the song, and uh, we went in, and I played it. The guys were super happy with the results. And uh, there then happened something that I still don't know what happened, basically. I was just, <laughs> I think the guys just called me and they said that you were in the band. Okay, you are in the band. Yeah, I was just, no questions, though I don't have a choice. No, 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 you don't have a choice. But it was a problem, it wasn't a problem for me since uh, I had heard the upcoming songs. Uh, on top of the Taistelutahto song and uh, I mean they sounded great I mean it was folk metal you could hear it you could hear the influences like uh, Fintroll and uh, Insipverm there but the guys had a totally unique sound and uh, uh, a new touch to folk metal like they sounded like Verikalpa they didn't yeah. sound anything like anything any yeah. other band so of course, I was interested in joining the band. Yeah, you can hear the influences, but you can still like hear the original sound of the band. Yeah, yeah, I really liked what they got going. So yeah. So uh, Verikalpa is a project that uh, Yanni and uh, Sami, or Yanni just Yanni, originally started like uh, almost ten years ago. Like, I can't even remember when the guys yeah. first started. I mean, it was just a, it was a, a fun project for the guys. It was Yanni and Sami, I think. It was just something that the guys drank beer and, you know, did some music, recorded something. So it wasn't even a serious project. But at some point it yeah. developed into the very culpa that we, we can hear yeah. today. Yeah, I think the guys, you know, they saw potential in it and... Uh, they like to create new songs for Verikalpa. So yeah. I think they just saw the future in that band. So they started gathering up people to play in the band. And uh, I was the last addition okay. to that. So. But it's a, it's a, it's news to me, even though I, I've been somewhat uh, involved in the last two, last years, uh, 
getting you guys beer on stage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. general but, beer manager. Yeah, also. <laughs> yeah. but um, it's always nice to hear like new new aspects of the story, and uh, I actually didn't know that. But uh, it's also interesting in the way that uh, the the unity or the unity of the sound that the guitar the lead guitar and the keyboards have is so so substantial for vertical, the vertical sound yeah yeah uh, that uh, it would be weird to imagine it without keyboards yeah um i mean keyboards have always been a big part in a vertical so when the guys decided that they need a keyboard player i fully understood that so yeah, of course was it you or was it someone else who decided the sound like the accordion sounding synth in it the... was uh, it was Johnny and Sammy who wanted the I actually remember the first demo songs that they were so accordions were a big part in that so uh, I just created a accordion sound with my Korg X5D and uh, we started to play on that progressive further and uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the guys have a such a clear vision of what Verikapa should sound like, and they knew that from the very beginning. Yeah, and that's that's uh, really good when you actually uh, have a vision. Yeah, of doing something it's 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 so much easier to to do it uh, to do actually the from from getting the albums. To actually like performances and stage stage uh, uh, to to actually performing on stage and everything like that, but um, after the first album, uh, you decided you started like um, doing more shows. But what was your first show with Verekalapa? Was it the first show of the band, or it actually was the first show? With the band, it was in Heavy Mesta Kakkonen. Yeah, <laughs> the the famous stage that has the big column in the middle. <laughs> in the middle of the stage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. A, we didn't have any. I mean, we hadn't thought about a, any sort of live look for the band or anything. We just had our band shirts on and we went in, had a few beers and started working out, and it went really well. And It, we sounded great. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. objectively. <laughs> yeah, yeah, objectively, we sounded great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we had a really much fun with that, and uh, the turnout of the audience was amazing. I mean, it was packed, and we were surprised with that. Like, yeah. uh, we had one. We didn't have that. You know, we were a new band. Yeah. We didn't have like any sort of base. Even even though I was the last addition to the lineup, and uh, we started from the ground up. I mean, we had to build the foundations, and it w- it was a long process. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, after the first uh, album Taistelutahto came out, you you started having more and more shows. And uh, what was for your first like a bigger show uh, outside of uh, kind of those clubs that we have in Finland? We have a little like rock clubs like Heavy Mesta and uh, etc. So what was the kind of outdoor show or was it the festival? Uh, I think the biggest 
uh, well achievements or the biggest you know wake up calls that holy shit we're big yes yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I, i'm not sure which one is it is was it the numerok or the q stock i'm not the, it was the same year it was yeah. the same year yeah. yeah i can't decide which one was like bigger i think uh, i'm a big fan of numerok I've been going there for years, yeah. so it was an absolute honor to play on that uh, stage. That was actually the place that we got to know each other at, yeah. at Numerok gig. And uh, I actually, I, I've heard a couple of your songs, but because there was this thing in the bar that uh, you buy a beer, but you pay extra an extra euro, and then you bring back your can, you can get the euro back. And uh, it doesn't matter how many cans you have, you always get the Euro pack. Yeah. So, talking about recycling. Yeah. <laughs> your show was so successful that, that people were in a circle pit almost the whole show, and they were yeah. just drinking beer and then tossing the cans. Yeah. And I was the guy who <laughs> picked up the cans and <laughs> went to the the register and just cashed up. And, yeah, yeah. The richest and, man in Numero. Yeah. Muxu. And I, I think it was like a. 30 or 35 euros that I got from that and I drank the whole night with that. Holy shit. Yeah. Wait, why didn't we get a small part of this money? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I think you owe us. Like a provision. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was uh, the, the day after that our mutual friend uh, introduced us or something that, and then we just yeah, just uh, hang out for the rest of the festival and uh, yeah, and also and then later Later with Q stock, at least uh, we we saw each other at some point. But I was there with uh, Morsupida that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was like fun anecdotes, like uh, your first show, and uh, I was cashing, <laughs> yeah, cashing up with uh, like can beer, <laughs> beer cans in the background. Yeah, and didn't really like pay attention that much, and it was the trip back when I started to actually listening to the album like yeah this was pretty nice guys I'm gonna see what the band is like and I was like oh holy, holy crap this is good <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really like it we surprised everyone yeah <laughs> so. <laughs> and um, a couple of years later you uh, published the second album Tuopitansi uh, so how was how was the process when when you think about uh, recording the first album and then recording the second album, was there something uh, substantially different or were they kind of the same? Well, actually, the biggest difference, I think, was with my keyboards. Since uh, the first album, I just went to the studio and I, you know, played in the accordions and some, you know, uh, some chords there. So it was pretty basic keyboard-wise. Yeah. You know, there wasn't that much flair or extra stuff there. But um, the second album, we decided to uh, do the keyboards at my place. So I actually had to learn how to use MIDI signals uh, and yeah. uh, DAWs and uh, how the hell, like, how do you actually make keyboards for a metal album so it was a really really <laughs> really long learning process for me okay so uh, but i think it paid out in the end we did a lot of tracks a lot of keyboards on that album and it was nicer 
since uh, the guys came to my place and they had ideas maybe some you know some brass sounds would be cool okay like uh, could you play it a bit like this could you play it a bit like that and could we add this there so it was more of a thought out process so it's it's a uh, it's more versatile yeah uh, than the really. first yeah. First album. The yeah. first album is more like accordion based yeah. sounds. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it sounds, in my own ear, it sounds um, much more basic. And the second album has a lot more, you know, um, more brave solutions for the keyboards. Yeah. Like we totally tried some different stuff there. And So, um, did you write something for yourself for the. Because Yanni is the uh, the guy who uh, makes the most of the at least most of the uh, lyrics, and uh, I think he has he has the basic ideas for the songs also. But yeah, Yanni and Sami are the yeah. main composers for Verikalpa, and uh, I I had a, you know I had this I had this riff that's been going that had been going in my head for a long long time, and. Uh, I uh, actually I made the tabs for it and the notations for it. There were just two riffs, the main riff and the and the verse riff there. And the song was called Sieni Tango, <laughs> Mushroom Tango. And uh, I sent it to Yanni and Sami, and they was like, they were like, oh damn, this sounds pretty good. Like maybe we could work on this. Okay. And the guys did the chorus and the bridges there and. Uh, we basically it was it was the first Verikalpa song that we you know did the three of us like we finished it that and uh, it was called Bacon Kieli in the actual yeah. album and the tongue of the troll yeah and not the yeah. language of the troll yeah. but uh, in all honesty I think that even though Yanni and Sami are the main composers but we all pitch in with our own ideas yeah. like we arrange the songs together and if there are new ideas of course we will listen to them and check out if, yeah. is it good enough so everyone everyone has a say so to speak i think that's yeah. a healthy relationship in a in a band and uh, something that makes you uh continue forward and uh make you last yeah because if there's if there's a guy uh, some someone who's too strict about their opinions in in any kind of project usually it, it's uh, it's something that wears out the other ones but yeah. that sounds really healthy in terms of the relationships in the in the band and uh, the process processes yeah definitely since we're all musicians and we are create we are creative personalities by yeah. nature so if everyone has a say in the music and can give their own little touch to that it makes it sound even more like distinct and yeah. individual so let's continue the future plans i know that you be you guys been in a studio right now so yes yeah. uh, there's some new songs coming in our way yeah yeah actually the third album has been like totally recorded everything has been done so we're actually now waiting for the first mixes of the songs yeah. and we're really excited how it's gonna sound like since this this album has a it has its own 
distinct qualities and it's it sounds again a bit different than the first and the second album it's it's going to be fresh and uh, uh, it was recorded in surf sound studios in Tovenimi Oulu and our go-to producer uh, Janne Huotari is again responsible for the sounds and the same guy with uh, was it both uh, the first the, and second the, albums? yeah the first and the second album so yeah. he's a go-to guy He's a he's a real professional, and he actually had some great ideas for this album. Like he wanted to try out some different things, and we have no idea what's going to okay. sound like. So, so yeah, it's really an ex- exciting process and uh, exciting waiting process for you also. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we were promised that maybe tomorrow or the day after that we would get our first mixes. So yeah, we're so, really excited about it. So we are now in the 21st of March. This uh, interview comes out a little bit later. So maybe at the, that point you guys have already heard it and the process is one step closer to yeah. publications. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, after this COVID thing is over, what's in the future for uh, Verikalpa? Is there going to be bigger shows and... Uh, like are you planning on doing more shows abroad oh hell yeah hell yeah i think that uh, well first of all now that we recorded our third album uh, we actually have songs ready for the fourth album okay so actually there are three songs ready for that so we're <laughs> we're going forward all the time so and uh, of course the covid situation has you know it's bad for the shows of course and uh, there are many like shows postponed to a later date that not all of them have been cancelled so they've yeah. just been moved to the future and because i think that now is the time that we are really getting our you know how do you say it uh leg between the door yeah like <laughs> so. i think that's a that's a Getting a foot in or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed, that uh, we've gotten really much attention abroad. So yeah. I think after this whole COVID shit is done, we're going abroad. I, yeah, I'm pretty confident about that. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, bigger and shows, more albums. And uh, regarding that, uh, Vesaranta, there was an article about uh, Vesaranta is the drummer of the band Sentenced. So there was an article about a, uh, I think it's a local like alternative media that uh, that was like, what does Oulu, the city that we are in, sound like? And they, he named you guys along with Morsubi the two B, uh, the two options for the next like uh, uh, thing abroad, the next metal metal band that is, is gonna break down the barriers and go abroad and uh, be successful. Yeah. So how, how does that feel like? Well, first of all, Hyvä Vesku! <laughs> first of all, yeah. uh, thanks for the shout out to Vesaranta. I mean, you will get plenty of high fives when we see yeah. each other. So, of course, that is it's a it's a huge honor. And uh, I like the fact that we are actually blinging on someone's radar. Yeah. Like, so we're getting noticed. And uh, since you know we're a bunch of normal guys, I mean, what do what do we do? We just have a few beers. We like to make music. We love to play, and uh, we're not 
like uh, I wouldn't say that we are you know like huge stars. We're just normal guys. So every time we get a you know a uh, recognition like this, it's a huge honor for us. Yeah. So thank you, Vesku. So uh, during the shows, you guys just are usually having fun. Yeah. Uh, uh before we end this i'm gonna address it that it's 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 always nice to see you guys in in the backstage and you're always it's always there's some kind of jokes going on and the atmosphere is really friendly and good and uh sometimes with if there's another band in the in the room it might be even too much <laughs> what's up yeah <laughs> yeah but it's it's always a it's a nice uh like uh leisured down like a, like a cal- calm but still uh, playful mood in the in the yeah. backstage yeah. rooms so yeah uh, as i think that as long as you you keep that energy going on and you go on stage and play as as skillfully as you all of you guys do i, I think that you're gonna have a bright future afraid of you yeah and uh, thank you thank you very much and uh, like the, the point of very is to have fun yeah. like There are many bands who, who you know touch on politics and uh, stuff like that that that's not for us yeah but what we're about is drinking beer and having fun and dancing and uh, I think that that is something that you can see uh, when we're playing live that you know we're cracking jokes we're having fun we're making people dance and uh, if you're really strung up on stage like you're you know You have a goddamn crowbar up your ass. I think that the audience will notice that. Yeah, and they will be a bit more reserved, like that. But when you're when you're genuinely that, having fun yourself, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, people are emphatic and they can sense that. Yeah, and it's you know, it's contagious. Yeah. So having fun. So and uh, we, we of course we love to bring that to the backstage also so, yeah 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 we, we we love this we love this and we love to show it and uh, we all we all know that like uh, touring is it's hard work i mean sleepless nights mm-hmm. uh long travels uh like uh, bad food abc rock so this bit so <laughs> i mean it's really taxing so Still, you gotta keep a smile on your face, and hopefully the others, the other bands on the backstage will also, you know, yeah. get a little bit of that. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to keep your mind kind of playful. Yeah, even at the times of stress and uh, tiredness and everything Absolutely. like that. But before we end the podcast episode, so do you have something that you would like to say to the listeners? Well, first of all. Thanks for listening. So this this has been really fun. I haven't done that many podcasts ever in my life. Yep. So it's been a fun talk, and I hope you guys got something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> listening to my babbling, and uh, a huge thank you to Muxu for having me here, and uh, just you know support music, buy bands merchandise, buy their CDs, listen to them share on social media just uh, this is a really taxing period for us musicians so we really need your support and we've gotten a lot of support so thank all of you yeah i usually ask at this point do you have is it a 
possible to buy your merch at the moment or our merch counter is a bit slim at the moment okay so, speak. so since we're actually in the studio and that like we talked about that costs a bit of money so yeah <laughs> we have to wait a bit but yeah new shorts are coming and follow us on follow very on facebook and instagram to keep up with the news and yeah yeah but if that's uh that's all on your parts i'm gonna also say that thank you for listening and uh Stay safe out there.